I speak to you this morning in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In today's gospel lesson, Jesus is talking about the end times. He is talking about the end of uh, our history, if you will, before his return. Uh, the final tribulation before he comes back to earth. And uh, it does not sound good. The abomination of desolation, such tribulation as has not been from the beginning of creation and never will be. It is not a positive sounding event. It is not positive sounding times. I would put forth that apart from Christ himself standing in the gap, standing in our place, we have no chance to overcome that. I think that apart from life in Christ here in this world, uh, we have actually very little chance to overcome the tribulations which face us every day in the here and now. I think uh, that when we think about this end times, when we think about these horrible events, we can take comfort from the Apostle Paul who writes that nothing in all creation, nothing in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. I think there is a temptation uh, I know there is a temptation for me to just lean on the Lord, to just reach out to God in times of trial and tribulation, to only go to God when we need something, if you will, to neglect our relationship with the Lord, to neglect our prayer, our prayer time with God when things are going well. I think Jesus wants us to go to him in times of trial. Scripture tells us to trust the Lord, to lean not on our own understanding. But I believe that the fullness of the Christian life, the fullness of the church, beckons us to something more than simply calling on God in times of trial. To something more than just reaching out to him in times of trouble, and times of loss. Friends, as the church, as the body of Christ that we are, we are invited to share the entirety of our lives with Him. And we are invited to share the entirety of our lives with one another. I think far too often we uh, only go to God in times of trouble and more often than we care to admit, we only go to each other in uh, times of joy and happiness. We don't reach out to our brothers and sisters in Christ to help us bear our burdens. And God is calling us to something more. A few weeks ago, our scripture lesson said that we are called to rejoice with those who rejoice and to weep with those who weep, to walk through the entirety of life together the entirety of life together. Uh, this past week, 
I had the opportunity to go to a friend of mine's farm in King Street with him, and the farm was great. The house was wonderful. The, the walk in the woods was better. Uh, but the best part is I was with my childhood friend, uh, Mark Ard, who lived next door to me in Sumter growing up. Uh, I was born eight days before he was, and uh, I tell you, it was a tough eight days without him. But uh, he showed up eight days later and lived next door to me for the entirety of my childhood. We rode our bikes to school every day through sixth grade when we moved, and he and I have remained good and close friends our entire lives. We have gone through, if you will, the entirety of life together, the good times, the bad times, the happy times, the sad times. We were sitting there at his farmhouse eating dinner, and I asked him, I said, Mark, can you believe that we've been friends for 50 years? And he said, no, with you it seems so much longer. <laughs> there is an intimacy that only comes with old friends who know us, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and against all odds, love us anyway. Love us in spite of it. That is the kind of intimacy that our Lord is calling us to when we fully participate uh, in the life of the church, to intimacy with him who knows us better than any, better than we even know ourselves, and to intimate and life-giving relationships with one another. Friends, we were created by God to be in fellowship with him, and we were created by God to be in fellowship and in family with one another. We were created, if you will, to live in him and have him live in us, as we say at the end of the Eucharist. Our life, friends, here in this world and our life to come finds its meaning in the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Our being here in this life is found in being part of his body. As Paul writes, now you are the body of Christ and each one of you is a part of it. We are part of something bigger. We are invited to share in something bigger. We are invited to share with the Lord and with one another the entirety of our lives. That is the role of the church, that has always been the role of the church. In my tenure here as rector, as senior pastor, I've probably had 10 or 15 people say to me in the midst of times of trial and tribulation in their lives, through death, through divorce, through awful things, they've said roughly the same thing, different versions of it, but they've said, I don't know how people would get through this without Jesus Christ, and I don't know how people would get through this without a church family to care for them. Friends, we are called to care deeply for one another. We are called to go to God in prayer, not just when we need something, but to share with him the entirety of our lives. God has created us to share all of life with him, not just to go to him when we need something. 
this week is Thanksgiving. It is uh, one of my favorite holidays of the year. The entire focus is to be with those we love and to thank God for all of the things that if we're honest, we neglect to thank him for day in and day out. We just kind of go through the motions. Uh, I find myself guilty of asking God when I need something and then when I have everything I want, I just assume it's because I'm a nice guy who works pretty hard and I deserve it, that God doesn't give me those things. So I neglect to thank him regularly. It is a national day coming up this Thursday set apart for giving thanks for all of our blessings, a day to call out to the Lord, if you will, not out of our need, but to call out to him in gratitude for all of his many blessings. I invite you to look in your prayer books on page 58. There's a prayer that we do at the conclusion of our morning prayer service, and I think it fitting to do that on this Sunday before Thanksgiving. It is the general Thanksgiving. And I want to invite you as we pray this prayer together as the close of my homily to uh, remember that you're not simply reading a prayer out loud in church. You're talking to the Lord of Lords, the King of Kings. And his promise is that when we pray to him, he will be present with us and he will hear us. Think about the words that you're saying, but more importantly, think about who you're saying them to. Page 58, let us pray this prayer together. Please join me. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee, in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Heavenly Father, we do give you thanks and praise for our very lives and for all of the blessings that you bestow upon us. Pray that through the power of your Holy Spirit we might be moved to gratitude more regularly, that we might be compelled to thank you for all of the ways that you bless us and that you bless those we love. Help us, Lord God, through the power of your Holy Spirit to surrender the entirety of our lives, our very selves, to you. Bless us this day, Lord God, to be a blessing to others. Give us grateful hearts now and always. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.